This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta, online at AudiAugusta.com. Rich Lerner covers the game for Golf Channel, and Rich will be the primetime host of Live from the Masters next week, joined by Brandel Chambly and Justin Leonard. Pleasure to welcome Rich Lerner back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Rich? I'm doing great, John. Uh, doing some Masters prep, uh, one of my favorite times of the year. And we're excited to get back. A bit strange, though, five months. Uh, hmm. felt like I was just there. Um, but I know the weather looks like it's going to be great. Yeah. I get a firm, fast golf course. Uh, yeah, we're, we're pumped. Let me, let, me, let me start with some solid journalistic golf questions here, Rich. Mm-hmm. Um, you just came back from the match play couple of weeks before the Masters. Is, is, is an event like the match play, is that a good indicator of who's playing well coming into the Masters, or, or could it be a poor indicator of who's playing well? You know, look, um, I think it's difficult to tell. I, I wouldn't put too much stock in it. What, what I would report uh, to you is that Jeff Ogilvy uh, once said, after having won the match play in 2006 when it was single elimination, in other words, you could be done day one on Wednesday was before they went to pool play. And then later he won the U.S. Open at Wingfoot. Uh, He said that his success at the U.S. Open was in large part due to the fact that he was faced with, he he estimated 25 must-make putts through the week at the match play. And that helped him uh, from similar distance uh, the week of uh, the U.S. Open. So I don't think it hurts to have played well. Uh, from a confidence standpoint, but I don't think it's a leading indicator either. Has um, has the power game become more important at Augusta National than the short game? Uh, I, I just wrote a piece about this. This is going to this will be the Wednesday essay. It's about speed, right? And uh, you know, the Shambos <laughs> he's pushing the game to its most modern edge right now, and it's all about speed. Right, uh, yeah. and you know, to the point where he was even inside McElroy's head, uh, based on what Rory said after uh, having missed the cut badly at the players. Um, speed's never bad. Distance is is never bad, particularly if it's controlled. And Augusta has always been, uh, to use the speed analogy, a power driver's power alley. Right? Nicholas and Woods, and more recently Dustin Johnson or on the longer side, if, if, you know, in the upper one or 2%, um, and the ability, you know, especially with Dustin and Jack to control their tee balls. Um, I, I think more important even than the length is the ability to hit it high. Um, so you know, to answer your question, has distance become more important? I, I would say not yet. Uh, if you look at the recent winners, um, you know, it's a mix, right? I'm, I'm more, so, so Reed is not especially long, uh, but he's one of the game's best putters, and he's got a great set of hands. Uh, Spieth wasn't especially long, but he's a genius on, on the greens. Uh, I still think feel and touch and nerve and guile matter uh, at Augusta National. Uh, the slightest miscalculation, you can hit the wall to carry the auto racing theme a little bit further. Witness what happened at the, the short 12 in 2019. Um, so thankfully, it, 
it still comes down to the most human elements when they're five, six, seven, you know, deep fender to fender uh, around Amen Corner on Sunday afternoon, right? The, the human qualities matter most. So speed and power certainly help, but I think at Augusta, it's a little, it's a little bit more like the Monaco Grand Prix. It's not a drag race. It, it, it's curvy. And and you have to modulate your speeds, and you have to you, you know you have to consider what you're doing. It's it's not just pedal to the metal. And I, I think still that's what makes uh, the Masters the greatest race. We're talking with Rich Lerner here on the Augusta Golf Show. You mentioned being here four or five months ago. Uh, the fact that Dustin won four or five months ago does that does that play to his favor as far as as repeating? Well, I mean, I I think yeah, would say. Yes. I mean, he has good vibes, great memories. And I think he has it's a game that's you know built for just about any uh, a big golf course. And so, uh, you know, we try to become, what is it, the fourth, John? It, it was Nicholas in the mid-60s and then Nick Faldo and then Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. So I would say, yes, it, it, it plays to his favor. His recent results have not been great, uh, uh, didn't play especially well the WGC event in Florida, nor at the Players' Championship. Um, withdrew from Bolero, uh, no injuries. I just wanted to prep for the Masters. But um, I think what was so nice about Dustin and, and November is that he showed a side that we had not seen. Um, uh, the emotion in the interview with Amanda Balionis and, and with his brother Austin on his bag and having grown up right next door uh, in South Carolina, this was the tournament that the, the Johnson brothers dreamed uh, of, of winning. And, uh, you know, he, he's come a, a long way. Uh, it's a short drive from South Carolina, but if you consider where Dustin was in 2014, six-month leave of absence uh, to deal with some personal issues. Um, and he, you know, <laughs> I don't think a lot of people would have predicted this, uh, given where he was, and there was a sense that he was wasting his talent. Uh, he was, you know, for a long stretch kind of golf's, uh, we use a Bull Durham reference here, Nuke Lelouch. He was the guy with the million-dollar arm. But maybe, and I'm, this is not my take. This just is going to sound cruel, but the ten cent head, and it it it's uh, well. I, what I find fascinating in covering golf of all these years is you you never really do know when a player is going to prove himself or prove people wrong or how they're going to do it. And I think Dustin uh, uh, did it in in part because of his relationship with uh, Wayne Gretzky who at one point told him uh, it's not enough to just show up with, with your physical gifts once every two or three weeks. You have to, uh, it has to be a 365 day a year pursuit. Uh, you know, obviously you get days off, but, but set the bar higher. Uh, and Dustin has, and then more technically, uh, Dustin's become a, a, a really good wedge player. Uh, you know, he, you live in a world of 330 out and, and 130 in, you need to you need to sharpen your wedge game. And I think McElroy, uh, who's trying to complete the slam here, you know, should heed that. And I think he probably has. He needs to improve in that area. So um, to to see not just the physical gifts uh, that we've always known Dustin uh, had, to, to see not only the physical gifts on display, 20 under par is a record score, but the, the other side 
the emotion for for someone who's always been uh, so cool. He he's the the most laconic uh, star athlete I think. Uh, uh, maybe Kawhi Leonard comes close, uh, where they don't show a lot of outward emotion. You don't know what's going on inside, but not a lot of outward emotion. Um, but to see that, I think, uh, made uh, last year's win extra special. Um, I'm, I'm doing this with everybody this week. couple of rapid-fire questions. Uh, favorite Masters was? 1986. Mm. Uh, Maybe. Yes, sir! <laughs> greatest shot at the Masters? Top of my head, Faldo's 2-iron 13 in 1996. Hanging line. Thought about the 5-wood, went to the 2-iron. Uh yeah, that, that's the first one that comes to mind, and then now all of a sudden I'm being flooded. Hmm. <laughs> Tiger's chip, Tiger's chip in an 05 was the most sort of fabulous, ridiculous, you know, stupendous. Um, 05 chipping in 16, hard to beat. Do you buy Christmas gifts when you're here? Hmm. Um, I don't. Not, not holiday gifts per se. You know, a while back, I sort of stopped buying hats and, and shirts because I just, you know, just it, it, they pile up. Huh. But, but as, as gifts, I, last November I did uh, buy some gifts. They were, were not necessarily holiday, you know, centric. Uh, they were just for, for family and friends. And uh, it, it is the, the gift that cannot fail uh, if, um, uh, they love golf and most of my friends and family love golf. So uh, whatever it is, if it has the logo on it uh, from, from the masters and Augusta national, you've done well. Finish the sentence for me, Rich. The masters is golf. Oof, uh, perfection. Uh, that's, that's kind of a trite answer, but well, you're, you're, I'm, I'm in the gym. I'm in, I'm on inside the actor's studio. You're, <laughs> This is just James Lipton-ish. This is excellent, John. All right, all right. Favorite, uh, favorite Masters, curse, favorite it, curse it, word, it, Rich. <laughs> uh, we'll try to get somebody to remember the James Lipton reference, but uh, he is Rich Lerner, <laughs> covers the game for for Golf Channel. Um, Rich, I hope I get to see you next week. Um, if not, have a great week, and thanks for doing this. Thank you, John. As always, a pleasure. Enjoy the Masters.